All right, quick question. How's that New Year's resolution working out? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> so welcome <laughs> to this uh, episode. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, my guest today, we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we have a nutritionist here today on this month of, the, of this episode of the podcast, Ashley Martinez. Thanks for being here. Hi. Yes. Uh, be here. N- nutritionist, uh, chef in training. Yeah. Right? Dietitian. Yeah. Uh, all of the above. Fitness extraordinaire. Yeah. Um, you guys can follow her on Ashley's Apron on Instagram. Uh, she's got a fantastic account that deals with um, recipes, fitness tips, things like that. And she's very open, very honest um, about her journey. So if you think, if you look at her and you say, oh, look, she's just got it all. (laughs) She's so honest about being like a work in progress and just achieving her goals and where she wants to be. It's super inspirational. Thank Um, you. So I recommend everyone following that account. Um, So uh, there's so much to talk about. We were talking a little bit this morning. Tons to talk about. Um, (laughs) Where do we start? I don't know. The uh, like just in terms of. Okay. So no matter when anybody's listening to this, it could be April, could be, you know, May, June, July, whatever, we can almost always make an improvement. And what worked for me when I was found myself out of college and needing to eat healthier because I was aging (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I was, I just couldn't, my body couldn't respond to food like it used to uh, when I was 18 and 19 was uh, I had to start focusing on what I was eating. Um, so for anybody, I think we can all make changes to our diet, uh, but getting started can mm-hmm. be the hardest part. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. How, uh, how was that when you started focusing on your diet and what you were eating and getting into nutrition? Um, is there like a, was there something, did something work for you, um, that like kind of kicked you off? to doing this? Yeah, really it's, it's all about educating yourself. So it's finding that interest and kind of diving in. So if you're interested in exercising more, it's, you know, what, what can I do to exercise more? What's really going to fit into my lifestyle? Everything is individualized and personalized. So what works for someone may not work for you. So the first step is really digging in and finding what's going to fit for your lifestyle. Um, So for me, you know, it was really just immersing myself in nutrition. So I started reading some articles. I started watching some videos that really spoke to me and resonated with me well, that provided me the education that I needed to get started. So really, it's just, it's about kind of laying that foundation and you will kind of start to get those building blocks to build a better lifestyle for you. I love that, that, that individual approach too. Cause I think a lot of times people get uh, lumped into groups mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and it, what works for everyone might not work for you as an individual. And for me, I knew that like, I didn't, it wasn't necess- necessarily exercising more for me. Like I knew mm-hmm. my thing was food. Like I had to eat different things if I was going to be healthy. Um, and I think people try and start with the exercise, but what good's the exercise doing if what you're putting in your body isn't giving you the fuel you need to maximize that exercise. Right. You're kind of wasting your time. So I almost, I mean, from your perspective with nutrition and like having talked to people, um, where, uh, 
like it's almost better to start with the food right right and you know i will say starting with fitness is is always a good step as well so at least you're making a step in the right direction uh food certainly is going to be that that important component that is really going to show you results so if if you're if you're focusing on eating healthier kind of identify what you like. So if you're someone that is eating fast foods and let's say, you know, you're eating Philly cheesesteaks. So it's looking at that and how can I build that healthier? Can I select a lean protein source instead of, you know, the high fat one that I'm choosing? Can I add vegetables to it? So Philly cheesesteaks are typically made with, you know, peppers and, and cheese. So can I Can I do Swiss cheese instead? And can I add even more peppers to my sandwich to boost the nutrition? So it's just kind of adding things in there to just tweak the way that you're eating, but not moving so far off from what you're used to. Continue to eat what you like, but just build upon that. And and something that was interesting to me about uh, what you like your work with um, Kroger is because uh, you you've you've done what were you like a, a dietitian for culinary dietitian yeah yep. f- for uh, for the customers and stuff where people could actually come in and sit down and talk to you about what they needed to do yeah so that was so that was my my first role with Kroger was uh, essentially uh, counseling patients in the aisles. So I worked out of our little clinics that we have in store and I would work with patients one-on-one on medical nutrition therapy. So if someone came to me and said, I just got newly diagnosed with diabetes. I need some help on where to start. We would go from there. Um, now what my role is, is essentially product development and recipe development for the company, as well as looking at uh, strategic partnerships that we can make in order to bring more of a culinary touch to Kroger and to really just what we're trying to do with nutrition. So uh, now I work with our our brands team and I kind of serve as that subject matter expert on nutrition and um, just making sure our products are in line. So not every product we make is going to, you know, have nutrition as a first priority, but maybe I can have that lens and kind of provide a little bit of direction of how we can just make it a bit healthier. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious when you were meeting with uh, customers and stuff, was there, um, was there maybe like an overarching trend you saw with people, like what they were looking for, what they needed, like, and uh, cause I feel like a lot of people deal with this struggle with the same things, you know, right. they don't have the greatest habits. Um, you know, I know, I know myself, I had to break a lot of those, uh, break a lot of bad habits that I had mm-hmm. formed when I was younger um, is that something you saw with the, with your, I don't know if you would call them patients, but the yeah, customers, yeah. patients, customers, you know, any of those words were great. Um, really what, what I saw was they were looking for a resource. So there's so much information out there and a lot of it can be misleading. Um, a lot of it can be very confusing. So really they were coming to me looking for the right answers to get started. And 
a lot of times, you know, when, when someone comes to you and, you know, they're trying to lose weight or they're trying to be healthier, you got to identify what stage of change they're in. And if they're, you know, in that pre-contemplation stage and you're, you're trying to get them to the next one where they're contemplating making a change, it's, it's kind of cueing them appropriately to transition and get their mind right to understand why it's important to them to be healthier. So, um, you know, really just as a resource, I, I was able to help them transition over. I was able to put products in their hands that work for them. And I, I kind of kept that personalized approach to it. It's very personal. You know, what someone likes um, for dinner may not be what somebody else likes for dinner. So it's it's just digging a little deeper into their lifestyle and, and how can I make those recommendations? I think most people have probably, um, uh, they want to make a change, mm-hmm. right? Everyone knows that we can improve um, in some facet of our mm-hmm. life um and for a lot of people i think there's there's definitely an obesity problem in in the in the world in the country and if not the world um but, uh, so i think a lot of that is just basically probably education um a lack of convenience like a desire for convenience um as opposed to putting in a little extra work um to do something that's a little more healthy but right. is there something that you would recommend either something that worked for you or something that you've seen people have success with in terms of like breaking like the initial step like what what's something like what's the first thing someone can do um to help them start these new forming new better habits yeah it's a great question and the first thing i would say is to stop identifying or categorizing food as good or bad we all do it you know we all say oreos are bad well we know that they're not the healthiest and you know we we know that fruits and vegetables are you know good good nutritious foods but when we kind of put them in buckets we then lead ourselves towards restriction and it, it just becomes so problematic but if you have more of a perception as to you know i'm going to utilize portion control and even though i'm going to be eating you know a slice of this cake i'm going to stop when i'm full it's it's just a different perception when you aren't identifying them as good or bad so that's the that's the first tip i would say it's just you know eat intuitively, um, but you will see a shift that you start to eat more of those wholesome foods. And I think, and coming from my perspective, I know like I tried a lot of things and I've always kind of been a curious eater. I, I like trying new mm-hmm. foods. I don't necessarily like everything I eat, but I'm, I'm open to trying just about anything. I know a lot of people are um, a little more routine. Like they kind of fall into, I like this, so I'm just going to eat it, you know, because mm-hmm. I know I like it. Um, but it gets kind of crazy when you start to, uh, we called it earlier, we like finding your flavor. Yeah, it was like you can someone says I don't like salad you know well what kind of salad did you have what kind Mm -hmm. of dressing were you putting on it you know because there's a lot of different types of you know ways that you can make a salad and for me I just found what I like and I don't get sick of it because Mm -hmm. it's healthy I know I'm I don't feel guilty eating it and um, it just gives me so much energy you know so I think that's that's important for people to kind of step outside of their comfort zone a little bit and say like don't don't tell yourself that I don't like carrots you know i don't yeah. like 
you know, different things like that, that superfoods that we eat, that we're supposed to eat, that we don't necessarily eat all the time. Yeah. It's Um, all about experimenting and, you know, think about uh, roasting a carrot or sauteing a carrot or steaming a carrot. It brings out different flavors. So, you know, it's finding what really works for you. Some may like baked chicken, some may like grilled chicken. Um, But again, yes, it, it is about finding your flavor and it, it might take you some time to figure out what foods are are going to be you know nutritious and wholesome and provide you energy but also you're you're gravitating towards them you want to eat them so you know that's why you know when we were previously talking about you know what's that that first step that I can take and it's really just like immersing yourself into learning about nutrition learning about some culinary techniques Trips, culinary tips and tricks that are gonna give you the fundamentals to to start. Well, at the end of the day, too, it's a meal, right? Like, yeah. like it's not that it, you're not gonna change the world with one meal, you know. So if you don't, if you tried something, you didn't like it, you don't have to eat it again. Right. You know, it's not gonna end your life. Right. Eating one. Yeah, and know? and to your point about salads, you know, you you can do so much with a salad. You can add fruit to a salad. You can add grains to a salad. You can add chicken. You can have a different salad every single day. Um, one of the latest videos that I did with Kroger was a veggie dense salad. And, you know, lettuce doesn't always have to be the core ingredient or the main ingredient of a salad. You can do a butternut squash salad. You can do a zucchini salad. You can do a tomato salad. That can be the core of it. And you can, you can add to it. You can add nuts to it. You can add feta cheese. You can really just change and experiment in any way you would like. Um, but it's thinking outside the box. Well, and if you need any other incentive, like what I noticed, like when I was, when I was starting to like shop differently, you know, for myself, Mm -hmm. um, healthy food doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. Right. You can save, if you're trying to save money and you're trying to eat healthier or get in shape and like do the whole thing. And that's where you find yourself in life right now. Like news tip for you. Totally. Like you, a banana is very cheap. Totally. <laughs> you know? A banana is very cheap. <laughs> you don't have to yes. spend a ton of money. You don't have to go to Whole Foods. Like nothing, if you do Whole Foods, that's cool. But yeah. you can go to any supermarket and find like a, like a Roma pota- uh, tomato is, mm-hmm. is like 50 cents. Yeah. And, and it's like, you think we would all know that, but we really don't. And I remember the first time I took a grocery store tour with a career dietitian. This was before I went down, you know, the path of dietetics and becoming a registered dietitian. Um, and one big takeaway that I got from it was frozen fruits and vegetables. You know, it was a reminder that they are just as nutritious as canned and fresh because they're frozen at their peak freshness. So ever since that grocery store tour, I have been utilizing frozen fruits and vegetables because obviously they have a longer shelf life. You can freeze them. You know, with with me living alone, I am, you know, not buying as much fresh ingredients because they're going bad more quickly. So um, but to your point about eating healthy and it being inexpensive, frozen fruits or vegetables, you know, for a frozen bag of veggies, that's going to give me four servings. It's like a dollar thirty nine. 
You know, it's so cheap. M- music to my ears. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It yeah. It doesn't have to be expensive. Like, uh, and I know there's like plenty of um, non meat eaters that are already saying, yeah, like meat's the most expensive thing in the supermarket, you know? So, right. So cut that out and it'll save a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and you can get your protein sources, you know, from, from other places. It doesn't have to be meat. You know, look at lentils, for example. Um, we have a, a, uh, canned simple truth lentils and you can mix those in with you know some like you could do half ground beef and half lentils and then you can have a nice sloppy joe yeah. and there's some protein for you no i know a lot of people aren't um chefs you know yeah. <laughs> including myself i'm, I'm no extraordinary in, in the kitchen um but it doesn't have to be complicated either. Like right. you can, like for me, I know I'm, I'm pretty basic. I'm a minimalist in life. So I tend to eat minimally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy that way. So yeah. I know that works for me, but for people, like if the idea of cooking and preparing food is daunting and that is what that, and that's what's holding people back. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's a bad excuse because it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. It doesn't have to be complicated. And, you know, just one thing that popped in mind is, you know, you can take a saucepan, you can add 100% orange juice to it, add some bay leaves, add some thyme and just kind of simmer it down and kind of get it a little bit more concentrated and add some carrots to the pan. It's so simple. The the home cook can do that easily and it's so flavorful and delicious. And it's just those little tips, you know, finding those little things that can kind of get you started in the kitchen will, you know, further you to learn more about cooking and feel like you really know what you're doing in the kitchen. And I think you once you start falling down the rabbit hole of uh of this stuff, I think it it all intertwines with like mental health and energy because I know when I eat well, like once I got over the initial hump of craving carbs or craving, you know, whatever it was that I was, I started denying myself. I got over that hump and I found like a spike in my energy level. Like I was more productive. I I was, I got out of bed easier. Like Mm -hmm. it was just my whole life kind of took a turn for the positive. So it it spiraled. It was kind of like a domino effect. And I think food directly, like our diet, um, directly affects our uh like uh, mobility in terms of like exercise level and what we have because if if you're trying to go from zero to 60 you're not exercising at all and you the first thing you do is try and go to the gym every day but you're not changing the food of like what you're eating you're still not going to have the energy to go to the gym like if you start with the food you're going to feel better almost immediately like once you get over that hump you're going to start feeling better about yourself. And, uh, and then that's what motivated me to add in the gym, you know, Mm -hmm. like add in the exercise, um, was just improved my mental health completely. And think about how many times a day that you can make a change in the way that you eat. You know, when it comes to fitness, fitness is, I, I like to describe fitness as the catalyst, you know, it's really speeding up the, the process, but the most important component of it is nutrition. And there's so many times within a day that you can make a change to the way that you're eating. You can add fruit to your cereal. You can add tomatoes and lettuce to your burger. You know, you can um, add ground up cauliflower to 
a stir fry. You can change and add so many nutritious things to what you're eating. Whereas with fitness, it can become a little bit more difficult because you got to identify the time of day that you want to get up and move. Um, so, so really it's, it's thinking about nutrition first. And I think that's part of the problem is like people are so busy, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, they put in their time at work or whatever it is. And the last thing they want to do when they get home is take another hour or so and mm-hmm. go to the gym and, and pound out some semblance of a workout. The workout probably wasn't that effective mm-hmm. in, in that regard. Especially if your mind's not right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, but changing the food first, like you said, you're probably eating at least three times a day. Mm-hmm. three or four probably um in not including like snacks in between so if like you just substituted that bag of chips that you usually eat with lunch with um I mean, it could be anything. I like the little bags of carrots that I can just kind of yeah. um, that pick up. It's like a serving for me. Um, so that's a snack in my mind, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a, a difficult habit to kind of get into because you're craving that that the kind of the 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 chip or the, the you know, right. that thing something you're used crunchy. To. Yeah, the salty yeah. or some people tend to have like sweet taste right. or like salty tastes. But um, once you kind of get over that initial hump like that, you I, I mean, I like having that bag of carrots. You know, oh, yeah. so I can just, I feel good about it. I don't yeah. feel guilty in the least. And uh, and maybe it's not carrots that right. you start with. You for know, me, maybe, it's carrots. Right. Yeah. For you, it's carrots. But for someone else, maybe that is too drastic of a change. Uh, I like to recommend harvest snap peas. Mm. Uh, they are just snap peas that are crispy and they're like chips. They, they got the texture. They got the crunch. They've got fiber. They've got protein. They've got healthy fats. Uh, it's it's like a good um gateway type of food to, you know, introduce you to, to more nutritious foods that may then lead you to eating carrots. What are those called? Harvest snap peas. Harvest snap peas. You can find them in the produce section at Kroger. (laughs) (laughs) uh, um, Do you have anything off the top of your head? Do you have any other like quick um, substitutes that people might not know about? Yeah. Um, let's see. Adding chopped figs to barbecue sauce. So that is going to basically give you that those sweet notes to the barbecue sauce without the added sugar. And you're going to be putting fiber in it, too. Hmm. So that that's definitely a good one that I like to recommend. Um also, too, uh, some lemon zest on pasta or just like your stir fry is really going to brighten up your dish. And it's just going to give you like a, a fresh kind of flavor. Yeah. The other thing I like, too, is like, and I found like I'm pretty sure they're fairly healthy, right? Like almonds, like oh, almond, yeah. like a snack. Like yeah. it's like a, if you need like a munchy thing, like mm-hmm. a lot of times people just need like to munch on something. Like that's a pretty good substitute for whatever else. Yeah. Like Cheez-Its or whatever. Yeah. Someone was going to do and, you know, what they were doing. I don't know. It, t- it, it didn't really take me a lot of time to adjust to that because um, I just kind of liked them. It kind of gave me that crunch in the, you know. Mm-hmm. And another one, you know, in terms of talking about nuts, um, the wonderful pistachios company, they mm. actually have chili roasted pistachios now and they are delicious. <laughs> so that's also just a good sub for just a snack in general. Yeah. Um, I like to chop them up and put them on my toast. Um, I've done like a hot trail mix where I do uh, pitos. I don't mm. know if you've heard of pitos, no. but they're like Cheetos. Okay. And they're made out of lentils. So I mix those uh, with, um, I think they're called like red hot blues. So they're like hot 
blue tortilla chips. And then I put the chili roasted pistachios. And then um, I also do whole grain um, wheat thins. Yeah. So it's a whole world. Gives you a good crunch. Yeah. It's like (laughs) a whole world we're not even aware of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's pretty good. Uh, the, the, The point is like improvement, baby steps. We talked about this. If you do like zero to 60, you're not going to stick to it. You know, you're not going to, you know, it's very difficult. Like what yeah. we're talking about isn't easy. Everybody struggles with it. We understand that, you know, both, I feel like you and I are both like over our in our personal hurdles that we mm-hmm. had to get through with the way you kind of grew up and your experiences, um, which you talk about that you've posted about on your mm-hmm. Instagram account, which I think, again, is super cool. Um, and then just me knowing where I've kind of come through and how um, what what the way my habits that I had. Um so we understand it's difficult. Like it's not, it's a very challenging mm-hmm. thing. That's why people struggle with it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it already. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, it's just about improvement. It's about like increasing not only your physical health, but like your mental health. Right. Which I think is super important in today's world. Yeah. And it's, it's small steps, you know, and we're, we're starting to hear that more taking small steps to make a bigger change. And a lot of times with starting something new, we just want to dive right in. You know, we, we have that feeling of, you know, I'm sick of the way I feel. I don't, I, I have no drive. I want to change. And, you know, you're like, okay, it's Monday. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to start completely fresh. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go five times a week, even though I wasn't going to the gym at all. And I just went to the grocery store. I got all healthy foods. Although that's very ambitious it is way too drastic of a change. And just, just you know, anybody out there, you know, who has tried a new diet and who has done this, I've even done this where, you know, I've, I've tried to just go too hard at first. You're going to revert back and it, it can be extremely disappointing. And then you try again and you, you, you get the energy to do it again. And you just go back to your old habits. And in order to make a bigger change, you have to go slow. So if it is, you know, adding more vegetables to what you're eating, you know, do that a few times a week and continue to build on that. Give yourself credit. And maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's writing down like how you're feeling um, and expressing yourself a little bit more. Maybe it's taking time in the morning to meditate and just have some mindfulness and just understand where where you're at and where you want to go um it's you got to be in tune with yourself but you have to give yourself credit for those little changes that you're making and then over time you'll see a bigger change that's beautiful that's the way to do it right there it is is. definitely be proud of the changes you've made and like you just keep knowing that those are building blocks um to where you want to go um again ashley's apron on instagram um that's where you'll find her and the things she posts. If you're a foodie, if you're anything like that, she posts super good looking food. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Yes. Um, and also posting things that are going to help you learn how to cook. Yeah. So the basics, the knife skills, how to cut certain produce items, how to heat your pan without, you know, your chicken sticking to it. Just things like that that may frustrate you in the kitchen. I'm 
giving you the basics and yeah. showing you the right way to do it. It's a good account and there's a lot of good knowledge on there and a lot of things that you can use in your own life to improve your your life as we were all trying to do. Um, I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, this thank you for having me. This, this is, is a, great. This is a whole different thing than what I normally do. So it's a lot of fun <laughs> to kind of dive into We haven't seen each other since we went to Ohio University. Know, shout, to, out, <laughs> shout out to Athens. To Bobcats. Uh, Go Bobcats. Yeah, anytime I can sneak a, I can sneak an OU <laughs> person on here, I'm going to do it because uh, I'm a big fan of that place. But that's a whole different episode right there. Yeah. We could talk for hours about Athens. Totally. Um, all right, everybody. Again, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, and you can always let us know. I mean, we're both accessible online. Shoot us messages and stuff. Like, let us know what you're working on if you're or what you're improving. Um, well, I'd love to hear about that kind of stuff. So uh, until then, until next month, we'll be back. And uh, yeah, do y'all do me a favor. Believe in yourselves. Make those changes. And uh, yeah, there's no better day than to start than today. Mm-hmm. You so got this. Let's do it. Thanks, Ashley. Let's Ashton. do it. Thanks. <laughs>